are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Joe Non, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So, hey, 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 everybody, what is happening? Today is the day that we celebrate our episode number 200, everybody. And I'm so, so happy to be here right now. I mean, as always, every time I actually do get to sit down, I guess now in my home studio and uh, press record and start doing TKO, I just feel so happy to be in that moment. And specifically today, first of all, today is no exception, but today is obviously so much more special because we find, we've actually hit another milestone uh, along the way, and uh, it, it's honestly, I don't even know how to express my feelings right now. Um, first of all, let me just tell you, it feels like we only got started with the show literally two, uh, like four months ago, which is uh, obviously you guys, you guys already know it's not true because we initially started broadcasting in October of 2016, and uh, I'm just saying that because it just feels like. The past four years and, and, and a few months, I guess, have just been a breeze. And I've honestly, um, I, I don't even know how how fast time actually flew by. And uh, the fact that we've actually covered 200 episodes of TKO so far, meaning that if you do go online and search up for TKO, you'll actually find 100 hours of uh, yours truly just talking into the void, uh, talking about fights, talking about boxing, talking about MMA, and all the important events that have taken place so far in the world of combat sports since 2016, which is just, I mean, personally, listen, I would love for all of you guys out there to go out and <laughs> listen and download all those episodes. Like, I would love that for y'all, but for myself, I don't even know if I can go back and listen to all of those episodes myself. However, I do have to say, okay, I, I swear I'm going to be done with the ranting, but um, I do have to say there's some golden episodes out there. If you do kind of like shuffle uh, in between episodes and listen to some of our earlier episodes, you might indeed come across some gems out there uh, with some of the topics that uh, we would cover at the time and... Um, you know, at the time, obviously, we wouldn't know, for example, for a critical um, event in the world of combat, we, we wouldn't know if that thing was actually going to uh, occur or like uh, if a certain fight, the, the biggest fight of of the year at that time, like who was going to win and who was going to lose and just everything that has essentially happened in the world of combat sports. It's all been covered in the past 200 episodes so you guys have plenty of uh, uh, radio content to go back on and and just listen for as much as you like for for uh, 100, 100 hours. And uh, so, yeah, definitely do go go out there and give it a try. Uh, I was actually going to say, why not just make this a challenge, like the TKO challenge or whatever, so that y'all out there, if you if you do uh, go back and listen to some of our previous episodes, just uh, tag us online, specifically on um, Instagram, if you would like. 
uh, and just uh, tag us with hashtag TKO200 uh, and just let us know uh, what episode, like what past episode you've been listening to and uh, what you think and all of that. So just definitely share share your thoughts with us. We'd love to hear them. Absolutely love to hear them. So, you know, those are all the things that have already taken place uh, over the past uh, four, four years, actually. And I'm so excited to see what the upcoming years uh, or to bring for us and what's actually in store for our show. But so far, I'm so, so thankful, so blessed and grateful for everything that we've come uh, come up with and accomplished so far with TKO. And so I would love to use this opportunity to, first of all, thank you guys, TKO Nation, for your consistent love and support throughout the years Listen, if you've been a day one fan and you've been catching up with our episodes since episode number one, I, I, I appreciate you. If you have only been starting to listen to our show for the past couple of episodes, or if you are indeed just uh, uh, browsing through radio stations and you just accidentally tuned in to CFRU 93.3 FM and you're listening to the show kind of like unintentionally, I still appreciate you. And uh, I, I really, I'm just so, so grateful. Let's just put it that way uh, before I get too emotional here on air. But um, thank you. Thank you so much for your consistent love and support. And of course, a big, big shout out and a big, big kudos to our family here at CFRU 93.3 FM because like I always say, and I really do mean this uh, from the bottom of my heart, and I do mean it with every single cell in my body, if it weren't because of CFRU support uh, and the love and support that we get from our family here at CFRU, we would not be here right now. Um, uh, I've definitely personally learned so much from the awesome people who volunteer and the staff members as well at CFRU about how radio works, first of all, but also a lot of the things that I've learned throughout the years, throughout the past four years, having volunteered at CFRU 93.3 FM, things about community radio and just the values of uh, the Guelph community and specifically the sports and martial arts community in Guelph, as well as uh, other nearby, nearby regions in Ontario, uh, all, all that good stuff. Uh, I've personally learned so much and all those things have helped me with a lot of personal growth. And for that reason, uh, I am forever grateful to CFRU and our family here at CFRU. So thank you to everybody for their consistent love and support. If you're a listener, if you've been supporting us through CFRU or if you're, if you're a family friend or if you're uh, if you're just a genuine martial arts fan and you've been listening to the show, I appreciate your support and I genuinely thank you. We love you guys. All right. So now let's get started with our episode number 200. So you guys listen, a lot has actually happened over this past weekend, uh, which I feel like is the case essentially almost every weekend now uh, in the world of combat sports. But this past weekend was very, very special because we finally had boxing legend Mike Tyson, Iron Mike Tyson, make his comeback into the boxing scene after 15 years of absence uh, since his last fight in 
2005. Of course, that's a long time ago. And he had his fight, um, well, actually, the exhibition fight against the former uh, light heavyweight champion in boxing, Roy Jones Jr., who also is a legend of the sport himself, an absolute veteran of the sport as well. So the two fought, and uh, there was a very interesting turnout of events on Saturday nights, which we're obviously going to reminisce today on the show. Uh, I mean, how could you possibly not talk about Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. after they after they had been retired for so long and they finally fought each other in such a dream match, essentially? So we're going to be definitely touching on that today. Uh, but also, you guys, we have... I'm just going to briefly talk about this um, UFC fight night that is happening on Saturday night. So uh, we have... Jack Hermanson, uh, the number four contender in the middleweight division in the UFC, fighting off against the number 13 fighter in the middleweight division, Marvin Vittori from Italy. But um, that's going to be the main event of the evening for this UFC fight night in uh, Las Vegas at the Apex Center. We also have for the Colombian event, we have uh, UFC veteran Ovens, excuse me, St. Peru, fighting in the light heavyweight division, like always. Um, he's going to be fighting for the Colombian events. But other than that, okay, if I have to be absolutely honest, uh, there are a lot of um, individuals fighting on this card who might not necessarily be big name fighters. However, you know what that means? That means that there's definitely some fresh blood in the UFC. And what that means is that Something that the UFC has been doing as of recently is that they've been um, uh, signing contracts with young and super, super talented fighters. You know, people who don't necessarily have a lot of fame outside the UFC, but they've definitely signed their contract with the hope that they are indeed going to make a name of themselves in the UFC once they do get these fights. So uh, as I'm looking through this main card right now, um, listen, like I said, there are not a lot of big name fighters fighting on this card, but that does not mean that you should completely ignore this fight card because actually on the contrary, when we do have fighters who have something to prove for themselves, you always, almost always get better fight quality and uh, essentially just better quality of entertainment on fight night. So I would highly recommend everybody to watch this Jack Hermanson and uh, Marvin Vittori fight card on Saturday night, December 5th, starting at 10 p.m. Eastern time zone. Okay, so I'm not actually sure if we're going to have enough time to break down this fight card. But I, like I said, I just wanted to put it out, put it out there in case anybody was interested. So yeah, there you go. Okay, so now uh, before we get into our a little our segment of reminiscing, I guess about the Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Uh, fights, I just want to give you guys like a I don't know what to call it, but uh, some sort of a breakdown of some of our top moments for the past uh, 200 episodes. So this was really on my mind because like I said in the beginning of the show, uh, we've been doing this show for the past four years and a couple of months. And as, as you can imagine, I feel like martial arts overall and specifically uh, the sport of mixed martial arts has evolved so much since we first started doing TKO. 
So there are a few moments that actually come to my mind that have been groundbreaking moments, specifically in the world of mixed martial arts. So, for example, I do remember us uh, covering uh, the fact that New York State had actually just legalized the sport of mixed martial arts uh, in the year of... 2016 and i do remember that fight card being headlined by um, conor mcgregor and if i'm not mistaken geez okay i i have a feeling i have a very strong feeling that it was indeed him fighting against eddie alvarez but again you guys please do correct me it's after all it's been four years but uh this was definitely one of the biggest moments um that i do remember covering here on tko and i do remember how uh, like when you you know when you talk about something that you're so so passionate about something that you've been longing for for the longest time and it finally happens and the feeling the good feeling that you get after the fact so i guess the the closest thing to describing it would be just saying oh i had butterflies in my stomach but um i feel like it was that in a mix of other positive emotions when i did get to actually cover that topic on tko and so uh, that was definitely one of the biggest moments, um, not just on our show, but of course, uh, the sport of mixed martial arts. And I feel like, like I said, as the sport kind of evolved, so did our show. And the fact that we we, we kind of like jumped on that journey together, like both us here behind the mic and you guys, listeners, just listening to us and just uh, trying to figure out what was going to happen next like all of us jumping on that train and having that journey together that made a super special event so that was one of the best ones that i could uh recall right now but also talking about uh groundbreaking events another one that uh, comes to my mind right now was uh, again speaking of conor mcgregor uh was the fight that he actually had against floyd manny mayweather and all the lead up to that fight, you know, the fact that before we hadn't really had a fighter to make that crossover from mixed martial arts to boxing and for both fighters to be at that high caliber and deciding, like actually officially deciding that they wanted to fight each other in a boxing fight and for, specifically for conor mcgregor at the time it was huge as you guys might remember because we never really knew if conor mcgregor actually had it in himself or not because of course he'd been super um, talented and successful in mma but was he really going to be successful in boxing well i mean of course we now know the answer but uh it was definitely really thrilling to cover all those things uh, right when uh, things were leading up to the fights, uh, if I'm not mistaken, in 2017, yes. And honestly, now that I'm talking about that fight, because um, I, I personally do remember how excited I was for that fight, I, I consistently kept checking my social media to get um, uh, just the, the newest updates of that bout and who may wait, who didn't, what the newest beef was, all that stuff so that I could come to uh, the, the studio or CFRU studio the, the next week and actually cover for you guys. So that was pretty, pretty special as well. And, you know, just talking about all those things that already happened like three years ago, it's genuinely just warms my heart. Uh, you know, us essentially strolling down memory lane and 
Oh, it's just so it, it, it almost feels nostalgic. I mean, come on. I know I might be exaggerating it a little bit, but that's definitely how it feels right now. Just uh, talking about all these major events that happen in the world of combat sports and the fact that we were fortunate enough to be around at that time and to actually cover it and uh, kind of like give you guys the knowledge about it on our show. So that was pretty special as well. Oh, man, uh, there was definitely some other moments uh, on our show specifically that weren't like necessarily um, important, I guess, in the world of combat sports. Uh, but uh, I do like to highlight some of the special guests that I would say we were fortunate and uh, lucky enough to have on our show throughout the years. Uh, first of all, getting started with uh, actually a big, big shout out to Coach Rocky Huynh, who is currently uh, a coach in Guelph MMA. And uh, he also, well, at the time that we talked to him, he, he wasn't fighting professionally. But as of right now, he's a professional kickboxer. So shout out to Rocky. And shout out to Rocky for actually coming on our show. We were just getting started with TKO and uh, dropping knowledge on Canadian MMA and martial arts and how things work in Ontario. The next guest that I would like to thank uh, is Dr. Lachlan James, who as well, when we actually had him on his show, um, he was still doing his PhD, but now uh, he has successfully finished his PhD in the field of exercise physiology, specifically focusing on how things work in mixed martial arts. And now uh, Lachlan James is actually Dr. Lachlan James. And he as well, he gave us a lot of important and useful information on how uh, sports physiology works, specifically when it comes to training for MMA and how things work when uh, individuals spar with each other and how things are different when people actually do get to fight each other in a in a like a real life setting so that was awesome and i would definitely recommend all of you guys to go back and listen on those episodes as well and as of recently um i would also love to i would also love to thank uh adam maverick uh Asenza, who is currently a fighter professional mma fighter with btc fighting championships in burlington ontario we're also very lucky to have adam on the show uh to chat with us about his experience as a professional mixed martial artist how things are when it comes to training during the pandemic and uh where he sees professional mma going in canada essentially so are we actually going to see uh, a Canadian version of the UFC, an MMA organization that is as mainstream, but uh, essentially has a Canadian tag on it. And uh, 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 yeah, just like something that we can own for ourselves and uh, something that we can say is truly Canadian. So he gave us his thought on that as well. I would again highly recommend all of you guys to go back and listen to that episode as well. We loved, absolutely loved having all those awesome guests on our show. But yeah, you guys, uh, okay, I, I still can't believe that this is episode number 200. But um, uh, as as always, I'm just so, so happy that we're here with, with you guys and that uh, we've hit this big milestone. Let's just hope that we keep coming to you guys for at least 
the next um uh, 100 episodes yeah let's just uh you know it's all the baby steps that count i mean obviously i love to have 1000 episodes i mean who doesn't like that but uh you know what i mean let's just take these baby steps and celebrate these uh these uh tiny milestones i guess so yeah there we go okay so okay now we can finally get into reminiscing about mike tyson versus roy jones jr okay now i'm smiling from ear to ear because watching mike tyson fight in my lifetime in my uh adult life i should say is pretty mesmerizing i don't know how to describe it but uh actually uh i mean this is not like related to the fight itself but uh I actually do have this Mike Tyson shirt that I always wear every time there's a fight on. Uh, it's kind of like my version of a jersey, but like his fight jersey, I guess. So I, I love this Mike Tyson Mike Tyson shirt that I have. And um, this past weekend, it was so surreal that I actually got to see Mike Tyson fight live and actually have that Mike Tyson shirt on uh, because I just felt like I was rooting for him so much and it felt so real and uh, it honestly felt really, really good. So um, like I said, to, to be having Mike Tyson back in the boxing ring, it's just something else, something that nobody really expected. But I feel like it's something that now that it's here, it's not that we don't appreciate it at all. It's on the contrary, it's something that now we actually are hugely in favor of it if that makes sense and you're like Janelle what are you talking about like what did you say well okay so let me just backtrack a little bit I'm saying all those things because if you did catch up with the fight that he had on fight night against Roy Jones Jr you probably saw with your own eyes how good Mike Tyson still was at the age of 54 which I don't know um uh, how possible it is for individuals who go past the age of even 40 to keep fighting um and, you know uh, different different fields of martial arts and specifically boxing too because uh you have to have good cardio um and i do understand that for this specific fight it was an exhibition fight and um uh, it wasn't uh it wasn't like a uh, three minute fight uh for for 12 rounds I actually forget how many rounds it was, but um, it might have been eight rounds, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know why <laughs> I'm having trouble remembering, but it, it, was, it was actually two minute rounds. It might have been eight rounds. And still, though, that wasn't really a lot uh, compared to actual fights, but it was still a lot. Uh, if you haven't trained in a long, long time, and especially if you're in Mike Tyson's shoes, a person who hasn't train properly uh for the past 15 years um I, I was personally a little bit concerned about that but hey mike tyson did not disappoint he came in like he had just stepped down from boxing yesterday that's how fresh mike tyson was in that fight against roy jones jr and uh if you do uh go on a social media and watch some of his uh training videos from before you could already tell that he was putting in work and that he was taking this fight super, super seriously. And I feel like it definitely showed it definitely showed on fight night that he cared about this fight and that he, he was properly prepared. He had thought about everything. First of all, he had lost so much weight and uh, he had worked on his conditioning, which was great because even in between rounds, you wouldn't see Mike Tyson huffing and puffing at all. 
And I know I'm sorry. I'm going. I feel like I'm going all over the place. But listen, I'm just so. I'm still to this day because it, it's already been a few days after that fight. But I'm still like just thinking back on that fight. It, get, it still gives me chills, and I still get super excited about um, just just talking about it. I guess. But um, I, I okay. So going back to what I was just saying, um, I feel like the fact that Mike Tyson wasn't actually gassed out in between rounds was really important because if you did look over to Roy Jones Jr.'s uh, Jr.'s um, corner, even after the first two, three rounds, he was breathing super heavily and things weren't looking really good for him, even though in uh, like the magnitude of their weight, like Roy Jones Jr. was supposed to be lighter and Mike Tyson was heavier, but Mike Tyson looked more muscular and fit while Roy Jones Jr. looked more, um, he looked big. He looked like a heavyweight for sure, but he wasn't as fit in my opinion. And I'm sure a lot of other people can agree to that fact. So um, I feel like that was uh, one of the big reasons why Mike Tyson uh, showed a lot of dominance in this fight because yes, he had good cardio. And so because of that, he could move around much more compared to Roy Jones. And uh, he was moving around. He was bobbing and weaving like it was 1986 when he first won the championship belt for himself. Uh, he was just that fresh, everybody. And um, I, I was just so, so happy for him because uh, he truly showed that he still got it. And he showed that he's just a different type of beast, I guess. And uh, this was really interesting to me because... I feel like I've kind of like mentioned this uh, on our previous episodes, but Mike Tyson uh, before he had uh, various interviews uh, during which he was asked if he actually did want to come back to boxing, even if it, if it was for commentating. And he said that he wasn't interested because whenever he would actually get in the boxing ring to, to box and even practice, it would it would just uh, ignite a different part of him, like essentially wake up the the beast in him. Uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, but essentially that that was what he was saying. And uh, first of all, that is so, so interesting, but also so freaking scary, especially if you know how good of a fighter, how scary of a heavyweight Mike Tyson has been forever. And for him to say that, for him to say, I know when I wake this part of myself up, like I just can't control my power that I'm just going to be the most dangerous heavyweight ever. That's just something else, okay? And so for Mike Tyson to actually having, I guess, waken up the beast in himself, but yet being able to tame it, <laughs> okay? Let's just put it this way. Be able to tame it and control in a way so that he still showed a lot of agility and power in this fight against Roy Jones Jr., but it was under control. And that was something that I feel like was so, so important, especially at this uh, phase of his career, because it also showed that, okay, it definitely showed that he was ready and that he still had the X factor in himself. But also the fact that I feel like he had grown so much um, in his style and just um, personally, I guess. So that was honestly really beautiful to watch. And um, even though the fight, you guys already know, it was a drop between Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson. I personally believe that Mike Tyson won that fight because he obviously threw more shots and a lot more, a lot of his shots were actually effective compared to Roy Jones Jr.'s. 
But uh, what was also really interesting was that when he was asked after the fight if he was going to be coming back, like uh, having another fight after this, he said that, yes, indeed, he was going to be having another fight. And rumor has it that uh, the next one is actually going to be between him and his longtime opponent, a guy who he has already fought twice in the past. The one and only Evander, the real deal, Holyfield. And Holyfield himself, he's been hinting a little bit at, at, at making a comeback after I don't even know how many years it's been, but uh, he has not fought in a long time either. But for Mike Tyson, first of all, he said that he is ready and that he is in a very, very good mindset. So I just love that about Mike. But I also hope that e even if this fight between him and Holyfield uh, is going to eventually happen, I really hope that Holyfield prepares himself. And uh, I hope the two guys have a fantastic time against each other, especially because of that personal growth that I talked about, you know, before when uh, the, the two or like specifically Mike Tyson uh, was at his prime. Um, there, there was just a lot of animosity and, uh, like I said, uncontrolled power, um, and, and fighting skills and play, if that makes sense. But right now, like I said, I feel like Mike Tyson has, has actually reached that maturity and, uh, he still has all those awesome things in himself, but he knows how to control it. And that's what I absolutely love right now. So that's that was that was what was up with Mike Tyson and Royce Jones Jr. this past Saturday. Goodness, I cannot believe that we're it's almost time to end this episode and uh, it just went by so so fast. So thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in to episode 200. Unfortunately, I'm just looking at the clock right now. That is all to, all the time we're going to have for this week. You guys, make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. And you can also go to iTunes and Spotify to listen to previous episodes as well. And until next time, in our episode number 201, it's your girl Janon right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Just hey.